All right. I think we're good to go. Are we good? Yeah, we're good to go. Yeah. So, uh, see, what ep- this was episode three, right? Yep. Yeah, episode three. Episode three. What were you guys' thoughts? I didn't write too many notes down. But. I enjoyed it. Again, uh, not a whole lot of action, just like before, it seems. Um, and when the action started, you kind of knew the episode was going to be over soon. Mm. Um, but, I mean, it was cool. I, I really liked the meeting of Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen. I thought that was cool. No, I liked and it because, uh, I don't know, I really liked this episode. It had a ton of, like you said, it didn't have a ton of action, but it had a lot of exposition. Yeah, a lot of stuff And that's happened. what I liked about it is it, it was finally people like, oh, these people are finally in a room. They're finally sitting down and talking to each other, so... Yeah, I will. Uh, my biggest takeaway is I am disappointed with how the character of Tyrion is being treated over the last kind of little bit. Uh, not not storyline wise, but uh, he's kind of an idiot. Yeah, he. Uh, well, he is they, a terrible hand. I think that they've really well, downplayed how intelligent he's supposed to be these past couple seasons. Yeah, it's that. That's yeah. kind of my impression. And again, from as a book reader, that you know, he's always seemed to be step ahead and a schemer and all these things. And I mean, it's just been misstep after misstep after misstep. But yet he's, you know, still this trusted advisor. Why in the hell would he be a trusted advisor for anybody after these multiple failures? Not, not just from tonight's episode, but. Um, she is he, also a horrible queen. She's a horrible queen. That I would gripe more about her shittiness at being a queen than I would because I mean yeah he's not been exactly great but I mean she has been a horrible queen but theoretically he should have helped fix like that was be the reason to bring the two of them together was well she's well intentioned but stupid so we'll bring in this master strategist and now this master strategist is getting out getting outplayed at every turn do you think it's because they had to sort of nerf him a little bit air quotes like nerf him I Maybe, be- to, I don't know. To ma- because, I mean, she is the leader, so in order to make her still look like more of a viable leader than him, I mean, I guess he's a dwarf, so he can't really, he'll, he'll never really lead, I guess, but. There's some uh, rumors online, these, these come from more book rumors, so you may be able to chime on this, Brian, uh, but about Tar- or, uh, about him possibly, Tyrion, possibly being part Targaryen, similar to. Jon Snow. Yeah, that's been kicked around. Because um, he was a, a it, they time. did show that the dragons are friendly to him when he went in there when they were held captive and he's the one that freed them. That's true. So it was shown that they at least won't bite his little dwarf face off. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. So And they planted that seed this episode about uh, he, I don't know, it felt very indignant and just very in your face like, you can't leave Dragonstone. It's too dangerous for you to go ride the dragon and go fight Euron Greyjoy. You've got to stay here. So we probably need somebody else that can ride the dragons. Yeah, that could be. That that has been a long-held theory in the books. Um, I don't think it's got quite as much traction as, you know, that John is a... Yeah, yeah. ...is a... a Targaryen or that sort of thing. But it's definitely one that's been kicked around a long time, and I don't think there's ever been, like, this aha thing or passage that's disproved it yeah someone probably would have pointed it out by now yeah i would think so um 
I was wondering if Daenerys is able to communicate with her dragons somehow. Can she, like, would she be able to send one as a scout to the north to see, like, what's going on, if these White Walkers are real, and then it could come back and be like, She's just like, uh, what was the words, like, Dakaris or whatever? She's like, Dakaris, but 50 miles that way. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, just... Let's go see what happens. No, she. Like I mean, allegedly, she, if dragons are that, uh, allegedly dragons are super smart. So I don't see why she wouldn't be. But oh, it, she's she's yeah. a horrible mother of dragons too. That's true. So she's she she wouldn't queen. even think. No, to, I I hated in this whole episode how she treated Jon Snow. Total like, bitch. Yeah, that was total bitch move. Like, okay, a I I don't know it. This I talked about this last week about how like. Oh, yeah, they're communicating now. Well, they went back on that this episode. I wish that they communicated a little bit better in that one, like, just, like, Jon Snow could have come in a little better, too. Like, mm. look, your queen, like, I've been brooding up in the north for the past five years, and I've seen some crazy shit, you know? And it's uh, it's shown that, uh, you know, I was blown away when I saw your dragons, and that even further showed me that I was at a point where I didn't think I could see any more crazy shit. And then I came here today and saw your dragons. So you having dragons, you should be able to understand that there's some crazy shit in the world because you've helped bring this into this. Well, I've seen some crazy shit too. He should have led with a speech like that. Not just like, no, I'm not going to bow the knee to you. Fuck you. <laughs> there's dead things coming at us. Like neither of them handled that well, but I guess that kind of yeah. goes to their characters. Like, you know, Neither of them are like he doesn't want to be a ruler, and then she really does, but she's not that good at it. No, at least she's not. I mean, she's not evil about it necessarily, but she's shitty at it. Yeah, I think they're both kind of counting on their seconds to uh, <laughs> cut through that and yeah, you know, yeah. Cut, cut through the posturing to actually say the, the you know that sort of direct truth, which I think is kind of what Tyrion and, and uh, Davos did. You know, they just kind of spoke direct truth as opposed to the, you know, I'm the king of the north. I'm, you know, the r- ruler of the seven kingdoms, the posturing that the that the two quote unquote royals were doing. Yeah. Which, I mean, uh, honestly, that's more fun anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, Davos <laughs> no, being Davos su- yeah. and Tyrion being a silver tongued devil is what you come for, for. No, I was super stoked about that whole scene. I mean, and I love that this episode picked up right where. Uh, the last one left off because last week I was talking about how excited I was to see the look yeah, on the Jon Snow's face when he saw the dragons and that was perfect. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's still fucking surprised by crazy shit. He knew that she had dragons and that he was still surprised. No, like all the crazy shit he's seen and he goes to Dragonstone knowing she's got three dragons, but he's still knocked on his feet. Davos too. He's seen some crazy shit. Well, you would be. Yeah, I mean, and I, I don't know. I just thought that was a neat character moment. Like, yeah, they were still super fucking surprised, even though they've seen some crazy like they've seen the craziest shit. You know, they like they were both in the room when Jon Snow came back to life. Like and that's that's low on the crazy scale of the shit they've seen. That's true. So, yeah, but I think you seeing crazy stuff doesn't necessarily make you immune to, you know, a giant flying beast, you know. Buzzing the buzzing the tower, as it were, flying right over. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. But yeah. even that look after, like him looking up in amazement, like he was just frozen there. And Davos too, like they were both just frozen. Like holy shit, we heard about this. 
Yeah. They're like, what the fuck? This is crazy. Yeah. Well, it's like if you. Was, it was an awesome scene. Yeah, if you'd never seen an elephant and somebody described an elephant and then you went to the, you know, you went and stood right next to one, there's still a difference between what somebody tells you and the yeah, reality yeah. of like, oh, wow, that thing really is that big. Yeah, is yeah. that scary and is that powerful? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It yeah, no, it was just a. It was some good acting. Showed that yeah. sense. Yeah, know, that yeah. Sense it, was, of like, it was good. I like that. Nothing really prepared me to actually see it. Yeah. And then the whole time during that scene, I was just like, man, I wish Bran, just get Bran in here. Where the fuck is Bran? During that whole scene, where's good old Bran Oates? Let's get him in here. All he's got to do is say the one line, like, hey, John, you're part Targaryen. And and then he did finally show up there towards he the showed end. Up. But he's like Dr. Manhattan now. Yeah. He does have a weird sort of clairvoyant sense about him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, He's like, just I, been, I see everything and am all things and have always been and yeah. will always be. No, he, he got super confident in his abilities, though, in that ride from the wall that he was at in episode one. Right. I'm the three-eyed raven, sister. Yeah. Like, he got super confident in those abilities between like the last time we saw him and now. Well, I mean, he's just been sitting in a cart for how long? Sitting in a cart, just... Honing his abilities. Future riding. That's what I'd be doing, yeah. yeah. Going all through time. I don't know. What What do you guys... I don't, it kind of surprised me, honestly, about the little... Uh, so, the Lannister army kind of pulled a move from the first season. Or I guess it was the, it was the first or second season where... Uh, I can't remember his name now, but the older Stark brother kind of pulled this move on the Lannister army back then. But they... Oh, Rob? Yeah, Rob. Rob. He, he pulled... You know, the Lannisters pulled the same sort of trick. You know, send your army over here. We're really going to have our army over here sort of trick and uh i was surprised by that actually so is Tyrion. yeah, yeah. Tyrion <laughs> was i was surprised by it i did not expect that but we're kind of at the point now where i feel like daenerys and like cersei's gonna die like they do a pretty good job right? of offing the bad guys eventually like i mean sure. as much as this show likes to kick you on your ass and, like, really pull the rug out from you. Cersei, she gonna die. I mean, I assume that, like, 98% of the people in the book and television show are gonna die. Yeah. That's my assumption. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, there, I just feel like there's no way Cersei can win. I mean, sure, they took Highgarden. Yeah. Speaking I, of deaths. Yeah. My fucking favorite character in the whole show is now gone. Fucking Alina Tyrell. I loved yeah, her. I loved her more lady. than her granddaughter. And her granddaughter yeah. was one of my other favorites. Yeah. So is that the end of the Tyrells? Like, the bl- entire Tyrell bloodline, is that the last of it? I don't know. As yeah. far as the royals we've been presented, yeah. I think, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, uh, what happened to her brother? <laughs> he did. Sept. Oh, he's good. Loris? Yeah, he the, the Sept blew the up a ton of them. Oh, it blew yeah. up C.O. Right. Bibble. That's right. He was in was. there. And that's that ain't there no more. No, it ain't. Yeah. Can I ask what maybe a pedantic question or or just a something that you can hand wave away and say it doesn't matter? <laughs> All right. It's just, every time I see a battle or like these, you know, these groups marching towards a castle and all that. Okay, we're in season seven of this show, right? And I don't know how many years it's been in Game of Thrones time. Where are all these soldiers coming from? Like, there are massive casualties at every... I mean, they were walking over piles of bodies 
in, at Casterly That's Rock. That's true at Casterly Rock. How are they not running out of peoples? <laughs> yeah, I. Well, there's no well. We've different ne- different armies. Well, and we've also never really seen. I mean, we've seen big battles, but we've never really seen an all-out just onslaught. Two big battles versus two big battles. Like we, the way they shoot it, they tend to show the. I guess the biggest area of the battle, like right when we see it. Yeah. So there's that. I don't know. I'm just making bullshit excuses. It just, yeah. That always just strikes me as, is, is, and I totally understand from a, a showmaking perspective that you want to make these battles seem grand and, and dire and all these things. But I, I literally just have these thoughts at some point, like they've got to be running out of people. Like how come there aren't like eight year olds and women fighting? I mean, they, They've been at this for a long time, and lots of people died. That's true. Well, oh, that and there's note, that many like, battle-ready men. That's true. That's a good point, yeah. that it's not like women and children taking It's not like arms. you can just give somebody a shield and sword and be like, they're good to go. Right. Yeah, they have yeah. to train these people, too. Which, so on that same note, doing this where point, are the, the Bolton men? Like, where did they go? I mean, I know there had to be some survivors from the Battle of the Bastards. Well, that, I mean, they, there were a shitload, like, everybody died there. Everybody died except for all the Boltons died. I think that, I think their that. whole army pretty much died or got assimilated into like the the Snow Army, huh? Or you know, can you just assimilate an army like that? I seem I feel like you can't. Maybe back in the day uh, like that. I mean, you, like you, you fight you're like, for I, us now. Yeah, you fight for us now. We own you yep. guys. You were soldiers for them, and now you're soldiers okay. for us. Yeah, because they, they're running they, out of soldiers. Maybe they do. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're like, we don't have we don't have forces left. We can't like send people over there and have them over here and have them back here. That's why Jamie had to send his forces. He couldn't. He had to like split them up. Knew he was going to lose yeah. Casterly Rock, so I mean, yeah, here's a new patch for your jean jacket. You're on our team now. Yeah, they just left everyone else. I, <laughs> see, I don't know where they put yeah, your jean jacket. I don't know where they put um, all the women and children at Casterly Rock because no they didn't. They didn't go with the army, and they weren't there. Yeah. So yeah, when all the, when these battles take place, where do just like the normal the, people go? The do civilians? they just hide? Maybe. And they just, yeah, stay in their little huts or... And it's uh, like a rule or... of war at this time. Just like, hey, just don't tear down huts. I think they only show women and children when they're going to be casualties. Yeah. Or when there's like a market scene or something yeah, like yeah. that. They're just like, they're there when they need to be there. But otherwise, yeah, they're probably just cowering. That's what peasants yeah. do. I don't know. One of, We were talking earlier about the... Uh, this show had some meetings. I mean, it, it was the meeting of ice and fire that we've sort of been waiting on this entire series. Mm-hmm. But another one of those meetings I'm excited about with Casterly Rock is I'm excited for Jamie and Tyrion to sit in a room and actually have a conversation. Because I think that'll be the moment that Jamie realizes, like, okay, my sister may be batshit insane. You think so? Because I, I, re- I think Jamie loves his brother Tyrion more than he does his sister. Cause he even turned away from from Cersei in that one scene. He was like, "Nah, I don't. I don't want your pussy, bitch. I don't want anything to do with it. You're crazy." And then she starts sucking his dick. And what's he gonna do? Yeah, what's he gonna do? Uh, Except let his sister suck his yeah, dick. Yeah. I wonder if he isn't going to need to turn on her, or you know, at least at least change his view on her before he would have that meeting with Tyrion. 
Yeah. Uh, I feel like at this point, Jamie's still kind of in. He's, you know, believes the fact that, you know, Tyrion is responsible for all these things that he may or may, he may, or may not be. Yeah. Um, and I kind of think he needs to get a little more. I think he's turning a blind eye or a, a willful blind eye. Well, he definitely was right this episode because he had, and she knew what she was doing. She's oh, like, sure. I'm going to send him into battle and I'm going to suck his dick and give him the power of the pussy. So he's got blind allegiance to me in this battle. And then send him it. She knew what she was doing. She knew exactly what she was of doing. Course. He didn't even want it, but she knew what she was doing. And the minute he got a taste, he was like, no, I love her. She gave it to me last night. I love her. But I think that seed, that what you're talking about, I think the seed of that was planted at the end of last season when he saw her blow up the sept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looked at her and was like, okay, this bitch is crazy. Well, and, <laughs> and keep in mind, he's seen this before. Yeah. 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 That's true. You know, I don't know. He's that, seen it very closely. Yeah, I don't know that Aegon was, you know, yeah. batshit from moment one, uh, but he definitely got there. Yeah. So... When there's been seeds planted, this like uh, the whole conversation with Alina Tyrell at the end of the episode, that was a big seed that was planted for that. Like, mm-hmm. I, and that's, that's why he got so, so irritated. He got he got pissed off. He was like, "Man, this, I just killed her, but she's speaking truth. Like, she's speaking truth." And I, yeah, I think the seeds for that are planted. I think it takes one good conversation with Tyrion, and it's going to be set in stone. Yeah, I just think he has to be kind of over a tipping point before yeah. he would be willing to accept that that conversation unless mm-hmm. it happened you know in some in some setup where you know they weren't necessarily in the same room unfettered you know where because i assume if at this moment right now if Tyrion walked in he'd just try and kill him immediately yeah uh, but i mean that's you my think take so? on it anyway just yeah because i just think he's kind of on team cersei right now even though he knows he shouldn't be because she gave him the power of the pussy yeah. there at the very end like she knew what she was doing she and, and that's the way it works with Jamie. Every time he starts to just think about thought, getting yeah. away for a second, she senses it and comes back in with some horse shit, and Fucking he just gets sucked right back in, just like a that, woman. That's what happened in this episode. Yeah, is he? She knew they're all the same. <laughs> no, she knew exactly what she was doing. Like she knows she just got to give him. She like if she gives him five inches, like. He's only going to take an inch and a half and then give back two feet, you know, that sort of thing. Like, he's, she doesn't have to give him much to get so much more. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. uh, Yeah, I hate, like, uh, that's, yeah, that scene irritated me tonight just because I knew what she was doing. Oh, yeah, it was not. Yeah, I was like, you're not just sucking his dick. Sucking dick with a purpose. Yeah, yeah, it's very clear. You know, it is manipulation. It isn't. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I think if any, if there was any um, anything that I think she really got off on the entire thing, it was afterwards when she, you know, threw open the door with her servant there to show off. Yeah. If anything got her off, it was that and getting what? off on the the ability to say, "I'm in charge again. I've yeah. got my, you know, my." my uh, power back and I'm just exactly. gonna I'm gonna run things the way I wanna run them well that for sure was a double layer of her like using him mm-hmm. right there it was using him to not only make sure that he kicks ass in this battle but uh you know also establishing like yeah I'm queen now who cares if I'm sleeping with my own twin brother yeah throw off some yeah. of the shackles of you know and just you know the literal shackles of all she went through last year with the 
with the with the sept and all that and yeah. you know and I would imagine that she'd probably have some kind of PTSD or something from some of the things they did to her. Yeah. So, uh, you know, kind of being able to throw off the shackles of that, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure was... Well, I mean, she's not exactly a staple uh, example of psychological well-being anyway. <laughs> no, true. although she does seem to be uh, more, uh, or at least, she's at least, she at least is picking better generals than her brother is at this That's point, true. which yeah. is just... I hate to keep coming back to that. I'm, it's just really bothering me. I'm a really big fan of Euron Greyjoy's character. I, I, I like him as just like a like some crude ass guy who's just <laughs> around and just like he's got that snarky smile on his face the whole time. He's got the like mostly sort of shaven beard and he's just like, yeah, I want to fuck the queen. No, he's the only guy in Game of Thrones that's having fun <laughs> being having in Game of Thrones. Time. He's having the best time. Just being in Game of like anyone in Game of Thrones, and I'm including Cersei in this, if you gave them the choice, like in some parallel dimension sort of thing, and we're like, hey, you can leave Game of Thrones and go to this other world and just like work at the dollar store or <laughs> whatever. I think most of them would probably leave. And like if you were to like to show them in some way where they in some super fucked up parallel dimension way where they could understand working like a consumer level job. But uh, I th- and I think if you get them to understand, I think they they would leave. But you're on Greyjoy wouldn't. He would stay right there it. doing the exact same thing he's doing. He loves it. He's having a great time in Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. And I do. I agree with you. I like his character, but I kind of I hate him because he's such a douchebag. He is a douchebag. But bag. at the same time, I, it's refreshing to see a character like that in Game of Thrones because we've not had a character like that. Everyone kind of seem you know like I was making a joke, but seem, being kind of serious here. Joking on the square with it, as it were. That's a new term, term I've learned. <laughs> okay. And uh, it means you're joking, but being serious. But uh, he's having a fun time in Game of Thrones, but it's nice to see someone, a character like that in Game of Thrones that actually is enjoying being evil like that in a weird way. Because Joffrey yeah. was evil and enjoyed it, but he was a product yeah, of but, his environment. And I also fucking hated Joffrey. Yeah. You're on Greyjoy. He's just having a good time with yeah. it. Like, he's like, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's also not what, like eleven or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's got skills. Like he's a badass. It's not like Joffrey, and he's not nearly as evil as Joffrey. I don't think. But Joff, when I don't know, this is where the dividing line comes in. I think is Joffrey never had any battle experience, so he's just a little fucking pussy douchebag guy. Well, he where sh- shot Roz with a crossbow. Yeah, that's a bitch move because yeah, I like Tyrion Ross. shot Tywin with a crossbow three times. So twice. But yeah, Euron's a badass. At least like, twice. He rode that anchor thing down in the last. Day. He's a badass. Yeah, I would say <laughs> to me that he just seems to have kind of replaced Bronn, which is odd when Bronn then shows up in a non-speaking role tonight. Yeah, he was just there. You know, it just seems he's he's Braun was always the one that seemed like he was having fun or at least gave the audience a sense of of some fun here and there and and um he I was. He did, he did have a good time. And and then Euron, you know, you say he's he's you know, Joffrey was worse than that. No, oh, that remains to be seen because those Ironborn aren't exactly known for their uh, kind heart and and charitable spirit. So He did chain up his cousin and, you know, use her as like a present to the queen well no what did he do with he her just he just made her watch he just made her yeah he took her back mm-hmm. he took her back yeah oh, okay 
He walked her in and then marched I was going to say, up. okay, because he didn't give her over. She wasn't in the dungeon or anything like the that. The thing with Euron, though, about him being... I mean, yeah, it remains to be seen. But everything we've seen him do that's quote-unquote evil up until this point is all in favor of him trying to get back what he thinks is his, where Joffrey didn't necessarily do it for that reason. I'm not saying Euron's right in doing the things he's doing, but Joffrey, like, killing Roz, he just did it just because. Oh, yeah. It was something to do, and that's where I think Joffrey is... It's a Joker or Penguin sort of scene. Yeah, you well, know, the, it, yeah. Him shooting Rye was just a joke about that would be about, about the only battle CC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Was just my but no, I, that's but, why. But that's why I think he's evil as shit. Is that he would just do stuff, like him joking Tyrion at his wedding and whatnot. Yeah, like he would right. just do evil shit that was just douchebaggy. Like I get having to do evil shit if you're having to protect your home or whatever. Even if you're having to do it for a, you know a bad thing for a bad reason to protect your home or whatever. I. At least there's motive behind that. But just... Joffrey's more neutral evil. Shooting the hottest prostitute in the chest just because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it remains to be seen. I don't know if he's more evil than Joffrey. I don't know if... I don't even know if uh, Ramsey Bolton was more evil than Joffrey. He tried. He gave him a run for his money, but I don't know. He was definitely evil. He's though. pretty evil. They're both pretty evil. Yeah, I mean, I think we can just put him in a, uh, you know... It doesn't matter how far away from the the bar they are. They're they're below the bar. Of <laughs> yeah, just, we can just yeah, well, just there. And also, I mean, and they had some, and they inevitably died, which is why I think I agree with you. Like Cersei's not making it. She's definitely not making it out of the end of this whole thing. I don't know if she's going to make it out of this season. Not sure exactly where this is all going yet. So. Oh, she'll last until the last minute of the series. You think I'm she's sure. going to hold on? She's going to no, uh, realistically. And I think she will last until the last fifteen twenty minutes of the series. Hmm. I really do. So you don't think one of the spinoffs they've been talking about is going to be a like a Cersei, uh, you know, like a a reverse Better Call Saul, where it's Cersei's <laughs> post queen queening life? You don't think that's one of the spinoffs? No, it'll it'll about? be a prequel, no. and it'll just be Sex in the City. Uh, Sex in the Cersei. Sex in the city. Sex in the Cersei. Sex in the Cersei. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Sex Copyright. In the, sex in the Citadel. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, there's no way she's going to survive. But she'll survive until the bitter end. I I don't know how they can kill her though, and it be satisfying to the viewer because she is along with Jon Snow Jamie, and Sansa Jamie could kill her. and Jamie. They're and Bran, Sansa could kill her. But they're Bran wasn't even in one of the seasons. So I would argue that next to, like, I mean... Brands above things one of, like that. One of, like, five characters that have been there since day one and in most of the episodes. Like, Bran wasn't there for a whole season, so I wouldn't count him for that. No, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, Bran, he's a three-eyed raven now. He's got bigger shit to... He already knows who's going to kill her. He knows how she's going to die. He's seen all the spinoffs. He knows, yeah, he, he's seen all that's the true, spinoffs. That's true. That's right. <laughs> He knows what the ratings look like. Yeah, that's what he's watching. Is he's just tapping into HBO. <laughs> he's hitting HBO Go when he hits those trees and just watching the spinoffs. In the <laughs> the trees with the faces. <laughs> is that was that tree? By the way, the one with the face was that in there before? Have we seen that tree? Yeah, it wasn't ever done up with that good of effects, though. I mean, I mean, it, it looked it, like it, a, no, that, it looked like someone was gonna be like behind that tree, flipping a lever up and down yeah, to make the eyes open. No, that, and the yeah, mouth that's go, what I'm saying. Is it was never done with that good of effects. Is that tree was in season one? Okay, but uh, that's where there's a scene in season one where Catelyn Stark is like sitting pouting next to the tree, mm-hmm. or maybe maybe vice versa. But uh, 
Ned Stark, maybe he's one of them, one of the other is sitting by the tree and the other walks up and they have a conversation. And okay. it's, it may be in the first episode even. And that's what I was. That's the next what? thing I was going to ask. Yeah, is they the, uh, more than once. Yeah, yeah they're, they're at that tree more than once. For I was sure. wondering if because yeah. because this season's been calling back to season one a whole lot, so I was wondering if maybe the episodes themselves were sort of paralleling. I don't know if like in episode two, like all the things that we noticed, like that the Arya's line about you know it's not you or whatever. No, if this, that was this if that was episode two. Yeah, this one did quite obvious. a bit. It was very similar to that scene in episode, early in season one where Ned and Catelyn Stark are talking at the mm-hmm. tree. It was very reminiscent of that. And it's not mm-hmm. just one tree. Like, we, everybody gets that, right? Oh, it's like a, a, a species the, the of tree. Yeah. Well, I know there's more than one tree, but is there more than one in Winterfell? Uh, no, yeah, I think there is just, or there's a grove or something like that. Oh, okay. And they all have faces like that? They, the, all and they're all like pale are carved with into the them. Um, that's, oh. It's part of an old religion um, they, they talk about some of this, especially in the early seasons, where they uh, the the northerners still uh, kind of follow the weirwood trees. And um, when uh, the the uh, guys at the wall go up to take their vow, they actually travel north of the wall to a small weir- weirwood uh, grove and and do the vow. I do there. remember that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I knew there was more than one tree, but I okay. thought they were still very sparse. Like I think they are yeah. pretty. Yeah, they're not. Like, if you go to a forest, there isn't just, like, all the trees aren't weirwood trees. Yeah, right, uh, okay. You know, yeah, yeah, the, the, the faces mighty of that are, like, really old carvings that were, yeah, I think, yeah. done by the first men. Uh, you know, not to get too too crazy deep into book and religion and stuff, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted Do- to make sure that you didn't just think there was, like, just the one weird magic okay. tree, because, obviously, even Bran was, that was a... Yeah, I knew, I knew right. there was more than one. I just right. didn't know, like, how... Are they related to the, they were. to the children at all? Those trees specifically, or like uh, the children are like a part of like the first men. Like that's uh, uh, yeah. I don't okay, have that exactly right. okay. nailed down. So that's let true. me try not okay. to yeah, that. Yeah, that's from the from the YouTube videos and the Wikipedia's I've been reading. Yeah, it's somehow related. And then there's the whole aspect of a. Uh, there was uh, it was like the twelfth or thirteenth Lord of the Night's Watch that married the uh, White Walker, fell in love with the White Walker, yeah, and that was a Stark, and then that somehow ties in with the whole thing of how they're always like, oh, there must always be a Stark in Winterfell, mm-hmm. all that sort of thing, and they allude online that uh, there's a lot of stuff about that about uh maybe that being some part of the pact of them not being able to cross the wall. Mm-hmm is there has to be a, you know, there's some secret deal way back in the day of there's got to be a Stark in Winterfell. But I don't know. I've not read the books, so. Uh, we'll have to get another brand exposition yeah. vision. Yeah. yeah I'm right. waiting for one of those. He seems so clairvoyant this episode. Well, he mentioned specific things, too. Yeah. Um, I did not write well, it was Well, it was very established that he's, like, been cruising through the Weirwood internet and yeah. been like, I've seen some shit. Oh, yeah. We're definitely getting another exposition yeah. vision. We need a short, come up with some shortening term of that. But there's definitely another exposition is that, vision coming. Is that going to be one of the spinoffs, kind of like a Doctor Who thing, but with Bran? Could be. <laughs> just like going through time and space. Yeah, and just like, I would take it. Brand. Might be all right. The th- it would just be called like Raven or something like that. <laughs> but the A would be made with three eyes or oh, something no. like that. Of course it would. Yeah. That's so three-eyed Raven. Yeah, that's so three-eyed <laughs> <Yeah>. Raven. 
<laughs> well played. Uh, well, I don't know. It was a pretty good episode. I, I really like this episode, actually. I liked it better I, than the last one. I enjoyed one. it. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Even though, like I said uh, at the beginning, like there's not a whole lot of action, and the action was kind of, I don't want to say lame, but it, there there were some parts like on the wall when uh, the the fucking Unsullied were fighting with their spears. Like, that was some lame combat. Like, See, I, I, don't I don't know. I don't go into this that, looking for medieval action. I don't necessarily yeah. either, but I know eventually I'm going to get it too, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and I like that they give it to me just like bit by bit. I'm, I'm okay with that. I did. I really enjoyed this episode because a lot of times, like what you were saying, Brian, like some of the posturing is just better. It's, it's, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's more like a mental game. Yeah, see him I mean, walking I, over those giant maps and everything, and like I'm not too worked up about the action scenes. One way, you know, if we get them and they're good, great. But I'm much more in it for mm-hmm. the dialogue and the character bits mm-hmm. and things like that. Those are the things that tend to really stick with me that I, I enjoy and remember. Yeah, and I, I here, think yeah. this this episode did do a pretty good job about that. That was a good episode. I liked this one. Um, I did have a question. Yeah, how did no one um uh, sansa was talking to one of the maesters i think and she was like what was the last winter like what was the longest winter that was last you know and uh and he was like oh i don't know off to go check the records uh what's his name took you know tedious records and everything like how do they not know just like as part of history what the longest winter was what bothered me more about that actually was uh, not necessarily that but just all first season, they just talked about how they had recently come out of a long winter of seven years. Right. So even if you're factoring in like, no, oh, we only got enough food for a year. Well, the last <laughs> winter lasted seven years. Yeah. So, so uh, what have you guys been doing this whole time? Yeah. So we may need more food. Well, like, she was already past that point, though. Let, let's be fair. She was already yeah. past the point of a year's not enough. So then she asked the question, what is the long? Because how hey, much do we have left? Maybe seven Maybe seven's like, you know, a quarter as long as the longest one, you know? Yeah. So that, right. That was a yeah. fair question. I, I won't okay. get on her about that. Well, I was, I was wondering me. how one of the maesters didn't just, like, know that offhand. Well, my that seems is, like an important bit of information. Where the hell did that maester come from? Yeah, where did he come from? Yeah, right? oh, yeah. the one that's been, like, recording winters that only happen no, every, the like, one that's 20 there years. Now. The one that's where in Winterfell, like... Yeah, where did he come from? He oh, I have kind of no. showed up. I mean, generally, yeah, they all come from the... I mean, I understand they all come from the Siddle and things like this, but, like... You know, Winterfell's been through some a couple of hands here recently. Like That's should true. the Maester is it like the original Ooh, one that was like, there? Is he like the you know the the Maester from the the uh, Maybe he's a Bolton. Yeah, from the Bolton. Like who yeah. where the hell did he come from? Shit. Well uh-huh. I know the one that was there with the Starks, the Boltons burned him, I think. Maybe he's just like a peasant that found the dead body of the last Maester and threw the chains on and that's <laughs> yeah. why he seems so dumb. <laughs> he's just spitballing yeah. ideas, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go look at this stuff. I can't read. <laughs> that's the great thing about this time. Anybody could be anybody. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. But yeah, I don't know, that's I don't about know. all I had to say about it. You guys, anything else you want to say about it? Um, I, I wrote down a quote that I liked. So I got, I'll, I'll leave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people's minds aren't made to complement problems that large. Tyrion Lannister. Mm. That is I, thought that was, yeah. I thought that was a good quote. That was a good quote. Well, I'm going to close this out here. If you guys are done, I think it's a pretty good summary of the episode and summation. Anyway, yeah, yeah so uh, thanks for listening. Check out brewchat.com. And this has been the after show for season seven, episode three, right? Yeah. 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 Of Game of Thrones. <laughs>